Welcome to American Reds Tribal Rants, unofficial podcast for the sixth and final season of The Americans. I'm Michelle. And I'm Mike. And today we're podcasting earlier than normal The Americans, season six, episode four, Mr. and Mrs. Teacup. It aired on April 18th, 2018. This episode was TV, M A L V, absolutely no S. That was a strikeout on Phillips' part in the S. Mm-hmm. How about Paige? Oh, I forgot. You had some IS. There was some implied S. Hmm. There was a little implied S. Hmm. Okay, you're right. You're right. So what did you think about the fourth episode? I thought they're moving along. I thought this was a sad episode. There was a, it was dark. There was a lot of, I feel like everything's kind of crumbling in on them. Uh, pretty much is what was happening at that time in the Soviet Union. Everything was crumbling in, depending on your perspective. You know, for some folks, it was, you know, a period of uh, regeneration and rebirth and new beginnings. And for others, the old guard, it was a period of crumbling in. Yeah. It was a really optimistic time, I think, in our society, don't you? Well, sure, yeah. It was the threat of nuclear annihilation was... Lessening. Yeah, really lessening. Well, you just want to jump right into it? Yeah. Okay. We start off this episode and we see Philip and Oleg. Philip and Oleg. They're going out for beers and hanging out. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, they're buddies. I'm used to saying Oleg and Stan. It's funny to say Oleg and Philip. And it's funny that we know Oleg so well. But Philip doesn't really know Oleg at all. Oleg's kind of like Kevin Bacon. Everybody's been interacting six with degrees Oleg. Of yeah, six, Oleg. Degree, six degrees of Oleg, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Good point. Okay, so Philip was feeling Oleg out. Is that what you got about this? He was asking him his questions to find out before he gave his information. Um, yeah, yeah. Philip was... And, and that's smart of Philip, because remember, Philip and Elizabeth... We're having a conversation not too long ago about Renee, Stan's girlfriend. And, you know, you think she's one of us. Right. So Philip has got to be wondering if this guy's come to him and he's out and he's trying to get him to, to do something against his traditional center uh, instructions and kind of off the books and under the radar and watch out for his wife. He, at some part of him has got to be thinking, I wonder if the center is baiting me here. How would you even know? That's what you you wouldn't know. In any of this, though, not just in this. I mean, Claudia can't trust Elizabeth because Elizabeth has secrets. Elizabeth can't trust Claudia because she never could, really. Nobody can trust anybody. Can I really trust you? (laughs) Probably. Okay. Okay. Oleg's forthcoming with Philip. He's telling him, I was here for so long and I mean he's talking about him because Philip's talking about how good his English is. I think the script writers do a great job with their communication. Least amount of words the most amount of information conveyed. I think they do a great job at painting the picture with dialogue. They really do. That's a great point about it. Yeah. It really is. Oleg says Americans are not crazy and that you can make peace with them. If and, here, just... and here we are in 2018. <laughs> <clears throat> but Philip relents, and he tells him. I know, he does. He starts coughing up information. Yeah, yeah, he does. He talks about the uh, censor, and he talks about... The general. Yeah. Did you notice how he put the general's demise, how he how he phrased that? I didn't. What did he say? He said the general ended up dead. Oh. Didn't say he shot himself. Didn't say Elizabeth had to do it. He just ended up dead. We don't know what happened. He just ended up dead. Do you think Philip knows what happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can tell later on when he's when he's really giving Elizabeth a hard time there in the kitchen. We'll, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Well, Philip asks, and I think Philip's asking like on this personal level, too, because in the last episode, remember, and you pointed it out, Philip told Elizabeth, he said, you haven't spoken to anybody from back home in 20 years. And she said, neither have you, but, but he, he has. And I think he's really filling him out here because he asked him why he left. Why did you leave here? 
and Oleg says there was something rotten, something rotten about, about what he was doing, and you could tell that really resonated. With yeah, Philip. yeah. So he's he is bonding with with Oleg without letting Oleg know. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Oleg, they then, have common ground. They do, they do, and Philip is he wants. I think don't you think Philip's kind of trying to figure out his story. Philip's trying to figure out, I don't think Philip wants to go back home. I think that whole narrative has changed. I don't think Philip has good memories of Russia. And even Oleg here, when he's talking about Russia, talks about the old guard and how people want to change and the certain people are scared of change. Resisting, yeah. But then Oleg tells him that he's being followed, that he wasn't followed tonight, which of course makes Philip like look around like you're being followed. What the? They can't meet in public anymore. Do you think they will? Uh, well, I mean, it depends. I, I think it'd be funny if they don't meet in public. How are they going to, I guess, communicate with notes or well, something? Well, they've, they've former they've spies. They know out. how to do it, yeah. Then Philip comes home. Now, what do you think about this? It's just this little scene where he comes home and she's outside smoking. Now, all the other scenes we've seen where she's outside smoking, what does he do? Goes outside. He goes outside. What do he do this he time? He just goes away. He goes in the kitchen and he gets a beer. And she comes in and he offers her one and she declines. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I think Philip is, I thought Philip was like done chasing her, done with this reaching out. Of course, we see that he does reach out. But maybe he feels guilty because he just talked to Oleg about what she's doing. They're getting tired. They're both just getting weary of the whole thing. You mentioned crumbling earlier. Everything, including their, I think their, not her commitment to the cause, but their, their involvement in this this continual uh, uh, treadmill spy game charade is just, I mean, just just building up. Well, not her commitment, but I think Elizabeth's slipping. We don't see anything going well for Elizabeth. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, I was going to mention that, too. She is, She well, she's overloaded. She's burning the candle at both ends. She's tired all the time. So yeah. she's, you know, it's like today, I'm tired. <laughs> so I didn't, my notes probably weren't as good. I'm probably not going to do as good a job or, you know, or not. What but, would you say if I told you that? Um, I'd say. Don't uh, tell me about the. Labor pains, just show me the baby. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you would say. Yeah, but we're not talking about <laughs> what I would say. We're talking about okay. me trying to relate with being tired all the time. It is, yeah. yeah. It's hard to it's hard to do a good job on something and focus when you're tired. Yeah, it's been a. And you're right. She, her her individual duties are suffering. Yeah, it's almost like I don't know if she's careless, but it's almost like she's she's definitely more quick triggered. Well, we see coming up, she did the Mission Impossible uh, little sequence there and came away with empty pockets. Well, she you know? tried to do, she, yeah. You know, killed a couple of people. You know, there's going to be a couple of funerals, you know, people without their brothers and sisters and sons and a couple fathers. of light bulb salesmen are going to do pretty good down there and, and you know, it's, it's over. And she just she just barely got out of there. Then we have the intro and then we come back to what I referred to as the dark scene. Yeah, you couldn't see anything. anything. I, I couldn't I couldn't I don't that know. That was if it's, really weird. Maybe we just have a cheap television. No, no? I, it's not the television, I don't think. They've never done anything like that before on this. I'm not real sure what they were going for. It was several minutes. Did you have any idea? I had no clue what was happening. I just barely whenever she would like walk under a light or she would fire her weapon and it would flash just for a second and there would be a muzzle flash and you could, you know, light, light up everything but around her. But a split her. But, second. Yeah, I couldn't tell very much at all. I got the impression that she was had broken in somewhere eventually to get the sensors. I did come away with that. but And then she just barely got away and then everybody was upset outside and they left, you know, when they were supposed to and they didn't want to and the, the lady that uh, is her, um, her, her, was her ride that we see as a regular participant in the, in the spy game. Right, you know, the, one of the lookouts. The surveillance, yeah, one of the lookouts. We see that she was waiting on Elizabeth, and she was almost ready to leave without Elizabeth, but Elizabeth came out at the last moment and got in the car, and they drove away. Right, yeah. I, I did read somewhere that this is supposedly Elizabeth trying to get a sensor at the storage warehouse, but 
If I hadn't read that, I wouldn't have even gotten that. No, I, I that. understood that part. That's good. I didn't even get that at all. But we see her, like, get caught in something. I mean, she's like, there's something in there where she's... She got tangled up climbing down in some webbing, and there was a, a, a place that the, we could hear the guards or security talking about was referred to as the cage, and there was some, some webbing that she had used to access uh, a, a lower level in the cage, and she got kind of tangled up, I think, in that webbing. Yeah, that was pretty tense. And... We see Paige is there, too, as Julie, and Paige leaves. She does what she's she supposed to do. She does what she's do. supposed to do. She follows instructions. Yeah. So there was that. But, but they literally pulled away with their headlights off. I mean, a completely dark car. As the police, you could see, were pulling up in the background. Right. In the scene. Really, really tense. Then we see Kimmy again. Yep. She's a junior. In college, yep. we find out they were... In Michigan. Yeah, they were really, they were real blatant to point that out. Of course, we know three years have passed and we know that she was a senior and what have you, but I think they want us to know that Kimmy is not a child anymore. I think that's important for them to let us know. Hmm, okay. Because I feel like, I feel like what they were showing us in this, and I'm not sure... I don't think Philip ever slept with Kimmy when she was in high school. I don't think he did either. Yeah, I, I think it was kind of questionable maybe before. I think people felt like, and of course it was inappropriate whether or not he actually slept with her, what he was doing going after a child. But anyway, they did point out that, that, that she was a junior and he's visiting her and she's not going to be able to come home on Thanksgiving because she's going to Greece with some friends and that's why she's home early. And then she's counseling him to seize the day that he's stuck. And I think that was an interesting observation that she made of him. He looked at her kind of like, how'd you know? Yeah. So anything about that? No, uh, that kind of left me, you know, all that I got out of that was she was, you know, going for Thanksgiving and they were just getting caught up. Sure, sure. Yeah, it wasn't very significant to me. Okay. Well, then Paige and Elizabeth are talking in the kitchen, and Paige is saying, how do you sleep at night? And Elizabeth's telling her, you'll get used to this kind of stuff. This is evidently after this blackout scene we see. And she didn't get what she needed, she points out right. to Paige, but that's just how this works sometimes. And then Paige starts telling her about this intern for a congressman that is interested in her, and... This is where Philip comes in. Man, and what's, I mean, he's got an attitude. I think this is, a lot of his attitude, I thought about it, and I, I feel like it's due to his frustrations right now with business, just his overall frustrations with what's going on in his life. You know, his distance with Elizabeth, the business is failing, and yeah, I think he's just, he's just having a, a tough time right now. But, you know, you're really not supposed to let your, circumstances control your emotions and that's what he's succumbing to here because he's got a bad attitude when he walks in he's a smart ass he's sarcastic he's he's um, what did, what did he say he said uh, um, I mean he's, he put Elizabeth right on the spot when they're talking about the general killing himself um, yeah he... well, actually before that let's go back he said oh you just get right back into it and, and you don't have to make that kind of comment. And, you know, they both look at him like, uh-oh, you know, what's Dad mad at? And then, you know, he wants to he wants um, Paige to talk about her experience, you know. He goes, it's okay, Dad, fine. He goes, no, no, it's not. Yeah, I wonder if Philip feels like he's messed up, like he is not as good a person as he should be or whatever, like if his... He has maybe guilt or regret or whatever, and he doesn't want Paige to end up having that same thing. Like, you know, we always hmm. want, because we kind of point out, okay, Paige is not listening to anybody. She didn't listen to Elizabeth, we see. Uh, we see the scene with coming up where Stan's talking about Matthew, and he doesn't listen to Stan. I think we as parents want our children to not have to suffer. We want to impart 
the wisdom that we do have onto them so they don't have to go through the same hardships we did. And how frustrating that is as parents, as we know, when you tell somebody something and they don't do it, and then you have to watch them suffer and you suffer because you love them. Right. But having said all that, Philip is, this is stressful for Philip. This is a stressful thing. But out of Philip's life stresses, I would think this doesn't hit the top 100. Philip's had some stress in his life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not seeing the business thing being the worst of his stresses. But maybe that's just me. I don't really understand why he's acting like this. Yeah, you're right. He does put Elizabeth on the spot. He actually says, yeah, Elizabeth, tell her why. Tell her why he killed himself. Yeah, see, that's not, he should never have done that in front of Paige. And then he walks out. He's, and I put here, he's not chasing after her anymore. He's not, he's not doing the touchy-feely Philip with Elizabeth trying to. He's given up on touchy-feely Philip. Yeah. Unless he's line dancing, then he's all about smiles and giggles. But Elizabeth turns to Paige and she says, he loves you, he loves me, but this can just be too much. And then she tells her, forget about the intern. If you want a boyfriend, have a boyfriend. If you're going to work source, work source. Do not mix the two. Right. I think we have that warning again about do not get sex. She tells her that she's going to go to work for the uh, CIA or the State Department Department or Department of Defense. I mean, wow, that's uh, I figured it'd be Henry, you know, on a nuclear submarine as a as a, you know, nuclear um, nuclear submarine officer. But they've got plans to get her in the State Department of CIA. That's pretty that's big. That's big. But of course, as we know. History doesn't bear that out because in 89, that's the... You're spoiling it. Actually, no, I'm not spoiling it. It happened. You're spoiling... We don't know. We don't know that. Everybody knows. We don't know that yet. So then we go to the scene where Elizabeth goes in the bedroom and she is mad at Philip. She tells him he's out of line and Philip wants to renegotiate their deal that they've got. They made it real blatant in this episode, real in your face that... Philip got Henry. This is almost like a divorce where they divided the children. Yeah. And Elizabeth got Paige. Right. But Philip tells her that she put Paige's life in danger. And Elizabeth's like, no, no. And then she goes, but it won't happen again. Right. So she she realizes the seriousness of that. And then Philip hands her the Breland tape, the tape he got from Kimmy's. And he says that'll be the last one before Christmas. And Elizabeth is super unhappy with that. She says, what? What? Yeah, look, she's going out to tell nothing I can do about it. Tough. He's just reading his book. He's, you know, not really worried about it. They need to hear more from Breland before the summit. She needs more, not less. And Philip's like, what can I do? Right. She's not going to be not here. Not going to happen. Yeah, but Elizabeth is, you know, I'll find a way. Elizabeth is the girl that can't get the censors from the general, so she goes to the damn factory sensor and, warehouse. and yeah and goes to the sensor yeah the sensor warehouse to get them so she's never say die and he's just like mm, i'm reading this book you know so i can't do it well elizabeth says i'm going to the basement don't wait up she kind of does the hair flip walks mm-hmm. off okay now here we're at oleg's father's office and oleg's calling and he goes into this whole happy everybody's happy they're smiling when they're talking so it's inflected in their voice well they go from a personal conversation to a business conversation and i suspected i didn't know until later but i suspected during this conversation that that oleg was passing information to his dad but at this point i didn't know that his dad was in on the the communication back and forth, did you? No, I don't think we did know. As a matter of fact, I made a note here that I thought when I first watched it that Oleg was lying to his dad. I thought that he was reading like material from a textbook to try to trick his father into thinking that that's why he was actually there, that he was giving him like the textbook version of why he was there his excuse for being there but of course we know that that's not the case once we watch it but I was surprised I did not think his father knew anything but finally uh, he asks about Oleg and Oleg tells him that he's learned all this stuff and he goes through all this and if you I have an algorithm if you have a pencil so they do that and then we see Claudia and she's walking and talking with Elizabeth and Elizabeth is passing her the Breland tape 
The CIA thinks General Balashov might resign because Gorbachev didn't consult with him about a short-range missile deal in the negotiations. And then she says that they're talking about some other guy inside and how he couldn't get away right now. Do we know who that is? It's the guy Nestrinko, right? Nestrinko, the guy that the Russian came to her in Mexico and showed her the picture. Oh, is it? I don't... Yeah. Okay, yeah. It took me until after I watched this episode, honestly, to figure this out. Remember the the Russian guy who came to her and told her all this, right? Mm-hmm. That's the guy who said he wanted to go to the to watch the World Series at that guy's house. The guy she met with in Mexico? No. The guy who he showed her the picture of the guy oh, exactly. yeah. who was infiltrated. So he's the guy. Nestrinko, I think is okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nestrinko is the guy. But she can't let Claudia know that she knows anything about this guy. Because that was her secret, uh, okay, yeah. secret message. It I took me you. a minute. I thought that was a little. It wasn't confusing, but it was very in depth. Yeah, I it's thought. Funny that her and Claudia and Philip all have like separate stuff going on right now. Right, right, yeah. And I, I had forgotten even that this Nestrinko guy was that guy. I mean, I hadn't forgotten, but it just wasn't clicking every time I saw him in these, in these situations. But that's their inside guy, I think. Mm-hmm. That's who they had the picture of and were saying that they thought was the inside guy. And then Claudia brings up Gennady. One of their couriers went over to the Americans with his wife and her child, and he must be dealt with. Yeah, she wants Gennady dead. They, uh, it's she's more upset. They are more upset. It seems like because of the propaganda behind it. Not only was he a courier. Well, they can use Gennady. The U.S. can use Gennady, like she said. You know, put him on Time Magazine. You know, he's a famous hockey player, and he's come over because the conditions are so bad, and you know, the, the USSR is so bad. Sure. And the U.S. is it's so good. It's all propaganda. And, they're, right. They're, she doesn't want that to happen. She doesn't right. want him to be able to be used in that way. And then Elizabeth gets, like, wistful and starts talking about what are they going to do with Paige next. Starts talking about a movie, and Elizabeth's like, it's almost like going home. Mm-hmm. I don't care what we do. It's just, you know, that's Elizabeth's downtime. Yeah, they like hanging out together. Philip's downtime is a little different. Line dancing. And, <laughs> and Elizabeth is uh, cooking peasant food. By the way... We cooked peasant food this week. We made the gloopsy that we, we talked about peasant food. last week. We do. This we eat a lot of peasant food. we ate food. Russian peasant food. So how did you like the gloopsy? I we, loved it. We altered it a little bit. We did add some broccoli to it because that's what we had here. I don't think you put enough broccoli in it, really. I've been meaning to talk to you about Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was pretty good. It was good, yeah. wasn't it? We yeah. still got some left. Yeah. It, it's weird that they talk about peasant it being peasant food, that's kind of how we eat all the time. A lot of the time, yeah, don't It's a we? healthy way to eat. Don't get me started. Okay, no, no. Okay, so then we go to the scene where Henry's calling Philip because Philip's put in a call for him. Right. And Henry starts talking about next year he's going to be captain of the hockey team, it looks like. And Philip's all weird. He starts talking about the rough patch at work and he goes into the money thing. They've taken out a big loan. Business hasn't picked up like he thought it would, and he's not sure he can pay his tuition next fall. I think this was reckless of Philip to tell Henry about what's going to happen next fall, because Philip doesn't know at this point what's going to happen next fall. And I don't feel like Henry should be burdened with this until next summer, when Henry is you know getting ready to go back to school then then you you know you try to work it out between now and then and if you can't and oh by the way why is money a problem for two russian spies i mean i thought the center would have an interest in keeping them up and keeping them you know in their lifestyle they don't live in extravagant lifestyle and i'm i'm fairly confident that if he sent a message to the center hey my kids in private school we're getting a lot of good work done here uh, the business that you know we're using as a front for our Russian spy operation is not going that great, but guess what? It doesn't have to because you guys have unlimited funds. Send me some tuition money for my kid. 
Well, see, that's just it. I never thought they really did the travel agency anyway. They were never there before when they were doing this together. Never. I didn't either, but certainly they don't have to rely on it. I mean, I, I can't imagine. Okay, there's that. And then we also have when Henry was talking them into going there, he talked about a scholarship. It wouldn't cost them anything, if I remember right. That was a big selling point of it. You don't have to do anything. You don't I have thought to do I remembered that too, yeah. And the you know, whole pitch of going to St. Edward's was everything's covered. All you have to do is sign for it. So it's kind of weird to me now that this is turning into a problem financially for them. Although we do know that boarding school is very, very expensive in situations like that. We have a boarding school here and it's a, well, a couple of them really, well, more than that even and it's really elite and it's super expensive so I understand why you couldn't afford to do that but I didn't think it was going to be a problem and I I completely agree with you I you know put down question mark question mark question mark why on earth would you saddle Henry with that on a telephone call in the middle of chaos in his hallway while he's still in the school year right at least wait yeah. till he's home yeah don't this put is it. This is fall, remember? We've established a timeline. This is prior to Thanksgiving. This is a whole year ahead of the time that he's talking about. Philip's just not making good decisions right now. The one thing I did take from this, though, is that the whole pep talk thing was desperation, I suppose, and not motivational speaking 101, as we kind of thought no. last time. Philip, every time we see him in this episode, he's looking at his books, and he's got, like, lines marked and... Uh, things highlighted. As if staring at the numbers are going to make them look better. Do you think, though, that somebody is doing something? Some Somebody in the office? I know you pointed out before Stavos. You thought maybe Stavos Is was stealing customers, I think. Stealing customers or maybe doing something? Could be. Because that might be a bad day for one of them with Philip as yeah, he, stressed out. He could probably snap back into... As he is. Spy killer mode as needed. Well, we go to commercial and we come back. This is where Elizabeth and the gang are staking out this Nestrinko guy. He's in room 1203 and they're doing this past the room every eight minutes with a different person. And this is where Elizabeth tells one of the stakeout women to follow Stan. Right. She's talking about Gennady. And they pull the out pictures. that audition picture of him. What, I mean, Stan's audition know, where did picture? that picture come? I've never seen, uh, I mean, if you're handing off a picture to a Russian spy, giving a pit, another picture to a Russian spy of an FBI agent, I think it'd probably be a file photo and not like his uh, glamour shot. Right, Just right, saying. right. Not like something from GQ with him saying there was hands on his hips and yeah, his smile and I don't, I mean, where did they? Where, where could they have come up with that picture? Elizabeth said, pose, Stan. Of course, she does live next door to him, so she's probably got access. Anyway. Elizabeth tells her not to use Julie Page on this one because she's too inexperienced. What do you think Page would think about them following Stan and doing this? I wonder how that would affect Page because that's obviously why she doesn't want to use Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be weird. Then we see Paige walking down the hallway, and she gets past the room. They come out of the room. And she's she able to whips her camera around, and yep. she's... You can hear Mission Impossible theme playing the throughout camera. this show. Then we go to the scene where Stan and Philip are in the bar and they're talking about Matthew wanting to get an apartment with his girlfriend. Stan's telling her that he's telling him that he's too young. He's just twenty one. So Philip asks if Stan ever worries about money, but Stan boasts about his government job. Is that what they told you when you moved in with me at nineteen? Philip says how old were you? I was You were a baby. I was twenty one. You're 22. So Philip starts talking about how growth in business is a headache, and Stan says that his father told him the more you want, the more you get, good and bad. <laughs> That's, a, That's good advice. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that one. The more you want, the more you get. I like that. Then we go to the scene where Arcady meets with Oleg's father, who's passing off that information. This is where we know Arcady's father, or I'm sorry, Oleg's father is in on it. I know. And that's and surprising, isn't it? I was so surprised. Yeah. First of all, I was surprised that Oleg could even have this conversation with his father. We've, they've not been that forthcoming. Of course, they 
got closer, I guess, but I was surprised. And Arcady's asking about Oleg's wife and son and everything, and this is where he tells the truth, because he was telling Oleg, oh, they're great, your baby is fat and happy and blah, blah, and he's not saying the same things to Arcady, saying this is horrible. I don't know what you're doing and he needs to come home, but this is horrible. And Arcady says, not yet. And then Arcady says that he, that Oleg wants to do something that matters because of you. What do you think about that? Um, it kind of... Um, Is he schmoozing him? Well, it, I mean, it's going to make Oleg's dad feel a little more pressure. Oh, my God, you know, this is my kid's trying to... My son's trying to impress me. And then, of course, a sense of pride, too, because, you know, they're, they're, they're both independent guys. You know, they, they didn't... Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're very similar. Oleg's dad's nervous about this. He said, Oleg says I should trust you. Sure, he's, yeah, he's, re he's really nervous about it. But he is trusting him because he just took some, some sensitive material from him. Or just passed some off, rather. Yeah, this is scary to me. All of this is real nerve-wracking to me. He's now gotten his father involved Hey, in look, something. if they can just make it to 89, they, they're, they're good. Then we go to the scene where Philip's in bed and he's looking over the books still. And he's telling Elizabeth that it's really bad. That he uh, maybe moved too fast. And Elizabeth says, yeah, I even forget the names of the people in the office. Now, of course, we don't see her in there much. Except for Stavos the thief. Poor Stavos. I think we're, we could be accusing him. You think him we've prejudged him? Yeah, I think we are prejudging. Mm. I think we are coming to conclusions that we don't have. I think the, he works for the FBI. Boy, that'd be a... That'd be funny, wouldn't it? That'd be a twist, <laughs> wouldn't it? But Philip says that cutting back now probably will not fix this. No, once you... That's a problem in business. I mean, you know, I've, I've built a few businesses and once you decide you're going to expand and you, you commit, going back is not usually an option. You create a, you know, an infrastructure and you're, that's what you've got. But you'd have to scale back. Well, his problem is if you, when, he, when he's on the phone with, with Henry, he talked about this loan he took out mm -hmm. to, to make his business bigger. That's where he made his business mistake. So this is business 101 for anybody who cares to listen. Don't borrow money to make your business bigger unless you just absolutely have to, not because you want to. In business, if you want to be bigger and you want, but you don't have really the, the, the business to support the growth right now, but you, you think that you can get the business to support the growth, don't borrow money. Use money you've got. If you don't have any money, you just sit there and wait till you do have money and you can finance yourself. Right. Because if you don't, then guess what? You didn't have the business. Don't don't right. go for a pipe. Let the growth. A fuel lot the of people make this mistake. They well they want to get I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. They want to be big, 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 and you get so big you kinda outrun your, your supply lines, you know, as, as they say in the military. And then that's a logistics nightmare, of course, for the military and <laughs> for a business. Well, Philip's telling her about the conversation that he had with Henry and Elizabeth's like putting her hand on her face and she's just like really kind of stressed out and everything and I'm thinking here and I even wrote down dang Elizabeth did not need more on her plate she just didn't need this and then I put but I can't believe I'm feeling sorry for her and then I wrote I also just can't be pleased because last week I was complaining that Philip had all these financial problems and didn't tell Elizabeth and now I'm saying I can't believe he would burden her so I right. just cannot be happy no matter what. I just dislike this financial problem that they're having. They're kind of in a in a spiral right now. They're 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 balancing a lot of plates. But you can see Elizabeth, she kind of compartmentalizes this information. She does. She compartmentalizes everything. I'm glad you said that. She compartmentalizes the, you know, she just laid down. He's he's talking to her about this problem with Henry and his tuition. She goes, "Well, you know, that's your you know, Henry's... Yeah. Henry's your department. Henry's your department. I'm going to sleep now. Mm -hmm. Not going to worry about it. Well, they turn off the lights and lay there and whisper in the dark a little bit. And he asks about Paige. And she says, talk to her. You can talk to her. I'm not keeping her from you. And he asks how she is. And she's like, what? And he tries to kiss her. And she's like, nope. Tired. All the time. Tired. And literally turns her back on him. Physically turns her back on him. And I just made a note here. This that whole episode... 
up until this point it's been nothing but sad it's just sad she should be careful you know those chicks out there line dancing with philip i mean they're happy they're all happy and yeah okay then we see so just a real short little clip we see stan driving a car and they're tailing him so mm -hmm. now they're on to stan they're watching all stan we well they're trying to get to teacup right so right. they can, you know, choke But they're him out. tailing Stan of all people. It was just like, dang, okay. Well, this is also why it's so important not to use Paige. It's not that, you know, we wouldn't let, we don't want to let Paige in on it necessarily. I don't think it's just that Stan Paige, knows her. Or yeah, it's a better. great point. Okay, so then we go to the scene where we have Elizabeth as Stephanie, and she's talking with Erica, and she's talking about a painting. This painting stuff's getting to Elizabeth. Can you tell? She's like looking at paintings and like. You know, the that lady, the painter, the artist. I, I'm starting to like her. I don't care. I'm start, I think that's her personality. I don't think anything about it is meant to be hurtful yeah. or to be taken personally. It's just her. Either way. She's, she's just one of those dry kind of. She's annoying. She's Uncle Buggy. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's no, kind of no. Uncle no, Buggy. Absolutely not, no. You don't think? No, no. Uncle Buggy was real dry. No, and kind he, of he had a good disposition. No, no, she's got a really crappy, sarcastic. Maybe just because we don't know her. No, I don't I'm, think well, so. I don't know. Maybe not. No. But Elizabeth's talking about that she likes the painting of the woman in the kitchen with the broken eggs, and Erica doesn't because. No, that's, that's not what she said. She goes, "Oh, that's my least favorite." Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't. I mean, she could. Because yeah. it's too sentimental. She could be a little no, more... No, I thought that was very telling, though. Yeah. Because she's saying, that's too sentimental. I can't do the sentimental stuff. It makes you it makes you vulnerable. So what you're saying was, she's always been a self-absorbed bitch, even before she got sick. I think that was her... That's not exactly what I said. Okay. I, what, I was, what I'm thinking is that I think that was her personality... It has nothing to do with the illness. She's just dry and all that. Because then we see her, she's really trying to teach Elizabeth how to draw. She's really sitting there spending her, like, last moments with her. And she cares that Elizabeth sees this I stuff. I think she just likes telling people what to do. Maybe. I think you you just got a bad taste in your mouth about her. Glenn is uh, on the phone in the background. And then he comes in and we find out that this guy, Gorin, is going to have a party. And the Russian guy, one of the Russians, the Nestrinko, is going to be there. And he doesn't want to go without her. He doesn't want to watch it without her, even though she's encouraging him to do so. And this is where Stephanie encourages her that, she, hey, you should go. You should go, and I'll go with you and tape everything that's been going I'll on. I'll take care of you. Yeah. It's okay. You should go. Okay. This makes no sense to me at all. What was the purpose? I do not get this. Maybe you got something out of it. What was the purpose of Elizabeth going to that party? So that she could tape those two guys. Mm -mm. That was in his jacket, I think. Not in her jacket. She wasn't taping it. Okay. Remember, they put the wire. They haven't done it yet, but they put the wire in his jacket. Okay. So what was the purpose of her going? Yeah. I think just to observe, just to make eye contact and see who's who. But this is another blunder of hers because it ended up biting her. Yeah, she the, did not get the information because she was there. Because if she, she hadn't pushed it, went. Yeah. Well, that's true. But how is she to know? It's just like she's just pushing everything. It's like you were talking about shooting these people randomly and and everything is... How many people has she killed in four episodes? Um, I didn't count. It's a bunch, though. I don't know. It just feels like everything she's doing, it felt like she just wanted to be there. It's like she wanted eyes on this Nostranko guy. Yeah, I but, think that's it. Yeah. But it wasn't the right move to make, and I don't know. So then we go to Stan in the office, and he's talking about some current job that he's working on. Was there anything about that, Conrad Motts or whatever? Mm. That Okay, I didn't get anything about that either. But I didn't, we're doing this like 12 hours after it aired and we've slept. So I don't know, maybe there was something. Well, one of us has slept. Well. <laughs> so the phone rings and Adderholt gets him down in the vault. And he talks about Oleg for a second. Oleg's doing absolutely nothing. He goes to eat, goes to class, goes back to the hotel. Yeah, we don't have much time to follow him anymore. Uh, we're getting ready. We can probably follow him for another 24 hours and a couple times a week, something like right, that. Right, because they're short-staffed. Yeah. 
And then he goes into Mr. and Mrs. Teacup aren't being very cooperative. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I'm, I'm glad you found a, uh, a light spot in this. I, I found one, too. It's not this one. But. I thought that was just hilarious. I thought, the, you know, they want, they're asking for you is what he tells them. Oh, can't they do their jobs? Well, they kind of, you know, they're kind of asking for you. They're both asking for you. Yeah, relocation called, and they want Stan. They need Stan. Well, that's because both Mr. and Mrs. Teacup are asking for Stan. Stan can fix it. Stan got this started. Stan, Stan, where's Stan? And Stan says he's done babysitting these lunatics. That's his word. Words. Done babysitting those lunatics. Right. But Adderholt points out that relocation does not complain very much. And Yeah, this, this is a big deal. They're asking yeah. we should help. Stan is the man. And I got to tell you here, I really thought this episode was going to be more about them based on the name of the episode. I did too. And I was a little disappointed that it wasn't. I was really looking forward to no, hearing what's going to go on. That was worth it just to hear. Just to hear that they're watch Stan's face when when Adderholt tells him he's he's got to he needs to step up and help out because they're driving everybody nuts. That was that was worth it. Then we go to the scene where Philip's stressing over money in the office as usual and decides that a little line dancing will make it all sure, better. Sure, yeah, go put your boots on. Eddie yeah, Rabbit. And get out there and clap and drink beer and and dance around and and, and just, you just kind of laughed and had a little chuckle at the at the Gennady comment earlier and this is where I put this is the first time I've smiled in this whole dark sad episode here because it was Philip smiled Philip this is how Philip relieves his tension I guess well maybe it'll make him uh, more polite and pleasant to be around because he's well, been a real, you know. <laughs> he has been, but I mean, come on. Look at what he's living with. No, no. Everybody else is working their ass off on whatever it is they're working their ass off on. And he goes line dancing. So, no, I don't, I give him no, no breaks. No, that's not fair. That's I don't, not I fair. don't see him doing any kind of recreational you activities. Don't? No. You don't see Elizabeth going and making Galoopsy and watching movies with Claudia and Paige? No, she's doing she spy stuff. They're, no, they're developing. I don't care. That It's unrelated. It, no, no, that's related to the mission, okay, and to her job. When you're sitting there and your business is failing and you put it on the shoulders of your child and you go home and you're, you're short with your wife, and you won't talk to your daughter, the 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 uh, idea is not, well, you know, I think now I'll go line dancing. I mean, he's just very, very uh, selfish here, in my opinion. Just real selfish. That's surprising. What do you want him to do? I want him to get his ass back in the office and make it work. That's what I want him to do. I want him to go to Elizabeth and say, you know what? I know I dropped out, and you got a lot on you, and what you're doing is really important here, and I'm sorry. He didn't want Elizabeth to do this. He wanted them to go home three years ago. I don't ago. care what he wanted. This is what they're doing. He he didn't encourage this. This is not what Philip wanted out of his life. But my grandma wanted to be a jet pilot, but it just it doesn't matter what you want. It matters what, what happened. Okay, first, I do not think Lucy wanted to be a jet pilot first. And number two, Elizabeth told him at the end of last season, she's like, Honey, you just stop. I'll handle this. And now, and we see this coming up. We'll we'll go on. But but I did want to point out we're skipping back and forth in the scenes here. We see Paige doing exactly what Elizabeth told her not to. She's going to a party and schmoozing it up with this intern. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what she was instructed not to do. Right. We see Elizabeth working as Stephanie, and you were right about the other nurse. That was in there. Oh, was I? Yeah, yeah. Did you not notice she handed the jacket off to her? She took the jacket to a seamstress, who put the wire in the jacket. You know, I'm, I'm tired and I missed that part. Brought it back, and she and this whole scene and I'm this whole little scene right here. She hung happy, it back up in the. I'm always happy when somebody points out that I was right. <laughs> you were right. She, the other nurse, the bad wig, you said, and you were, you had it. All you have to do is look for wigs. And it's important. Russian spy, Russian that spy, was important. Russian spy. Mm-hmm. Then we go to commercial and we come back. And here, Elizabeth and Glenn are getting Erica out of the house to this World Series party. And it's just like, this is bad. They're basically having to carry her into this house. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a rough, yeah. And, and all... All because Elizabeth just wanted to be present. No other reason yeah. at all. 
no other reason because he does have the wire in his jacket. She wanted to put eyes on the person who was um, attending. And of course we see Erica, you know, she's very uncomfortable physically. She's uncomfortable socially. It's a very awkward situation. The the host of the party, the woman hostess. is hostess of the party. Thank you, You're woman. Welcome. Is very awkward. Yeah, she's she tries to come over and say something and 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 develop a dialogue with her, but of course Well, I mean, what is there to say? You know, and it's just the whole thing was awkward. Well, yeah. But she doesn't know she's talking to a self absorbed, you know. Yeah, but I mean okay. You're you're right about how she is, but in your last moments of life, how much energy are you going to really put into somebody you've never even met I before? don't know, and I don't think anybody does, because people who were in their last moments of life are gone now, and we'll never know until we're actually in our last moments of life. Okay. I like to think I'd be more pleasant, certainly, than I am right now right with now? more sleep, yeah. w- without sleep, <laughs> but you know, probably not. It'll probably be worse, so just get ready. Yeah. That's... If you're, you know, still around. Who knows? Yeah. I did make a note here. What kind of horrible person drags somebody out in this situation for sinister reasons? Well, wait a minute now. No, no. Elizabeth is not a horrible person because of this. Elizabeth is a Russian spy, and she is Mm -hmm. what we used to say in the military, mission-oriented. No, no. I I have heard that for five full seasons, and... She's been cut so much slack because of that. The several things she's done has crossed the line, of course, obviously. But but there's no reason to do this. There's zero reason for her to be there. And she drugged this woman who's dying out just for for no reason, and put put her through that. She is. That is despicable. It's a despicable act. Hmm. I just, I'm, I'm repulsed by her. I just her. don't see it that way. Repulsed by her. Well, I mean, I don't know. When she puts that dark wig on, she had on last. I am re- whatever. Last I know you're, a, you're a man. She's totally you're a guy not about repulsive. her, but I'm repulsed by her. She is like. I don't know. There needs to be a like button on the remote control so we can, don't you think? So we can like certain scenes, just like on Facebook. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Well, Wouldn't that be good if you could do that like on live TV and you could see what I people... I am full of great ideas. You really are. You're full of... Right now, yeah, I'm tired. Great ideas. I'm tired. Then we go to the very last scene. This is where Philip's eating. He's got a sandwich there, and he's kind of munching on some chips, and he's remembering a scene from his childhood where they got the scraps from the pots, the pots that were cleaned completely out with just a little bit of food stuck to the sides. These kids did, maybe from the back of a restaurant or something. And they're, like, literally scraping the, the crumbs off the side of these pots. And he looks over at his uneaten sandwich as if to remember, this is how I took this, that his poverty now doesn't compare to his poverty. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Then. I didn't put that together, but, yeah, I can definitely see that was going, could have been going through his head. That's that's a perfect, perfect connection there. You're just trying to be nice because no. it's over now. No, no, that's a good, no, good job. And that was the end yeah. of this episode. Yep. Next week we see. We don't watch upcoming seasons upcoming episodes because they just they're just meant to distract us I don't think they're doing that this year next week we see that Paige tells Philip that she doesn't think she's the same as him I don't really know what that means I don't know in what context that is so that is one of those trip up things but then we see Elizabeth say say that everything she's been working for comes down to this she hasn't asked him for much but she needs this one to which Philip responds She's just a kid. And then we see Kimmy and Philip kiss, or start to kiss. I assume they kiss. And Elizabeth in the background is saying, not anymore. And then we see some scenes of Stan with lights flashing and stuff like that. So I'm assuming something goes on with uh, Gennady too. But Elizabeth, I think, is telling him to go after Kimmy. Mm -hmm. 
whatever it takes. And Philip, he's had this relationship with Kimmy now for six years. Long time, yeah. Or longer. And you know Philip's, first of all, Philip's head is not in this game. We've seen. He's not in this at all. And he. He agreed to keep working that operation. Yes. That's his last operation. And, but we remember Martha and everything that went on with Martha and all the, just the trauma of Philip getting involved with these people and then it being revealed who, who he is and everything. And do you think he'll do that? You think he'll go after Kimmy like that for Elizabeth? Um, he may feel obligated. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't have any. That's a dark thing, too. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So that was the end of it. That's the it. end of it. So we'd like to say thanks for joining us. If you'd like to send us a chat, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Michelle from TN. And I'm at Mike from TN. We're very creative, we are. We are. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. And please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com where you can email us or leave us a message. So we're all over the place and easy to find, and we love to hear from you. So anything else about this episode, Mr. and Mrs. Teacup? I think that's it. Okay, then we'll be back here next week for episode five. It's the halfway point of the Americans entitled The Great Patriotic War. Oh, my goodness. And I did find a synopsis. It says, as the summit fast approaches, Elizabeth Elizabeth enlists Phillips' help for a mission that could yield game-changing intel. Hmm. I'm assuming that's to do with Kimmy, but Uh, who knows? I don't know. So I'm looking forward to it. I am too. But I do hate that it'll be half over. It's going to be half over. Yeah. The last season is going to be half done next Uh, week. I know. Well, then we'll get back at it next week. Hope to hear from you guys. That sounds wonderful. Okay, see you then. See you, bye-bye. Bye.